And welcome back to Talking Lead, episode 98. We are at the Tactical Response Century Arms, uh, what do you call this thing, YouTube um, Gala for your release of your new products? Is that what we're is that what we're doing, Jacob? Yeah, that would be the, you know. Is there an official name for yeah, this thing? Yeah, it's the Century YouTube Media there you Gala go. event. <laughs> There thing. you go. I yeah, like well, that. Yeah. You know, we had the new products come out, and we were we were thinking, um, how are we going to get these in front of all these YouTube guys? Because we're massively pushing towards a, you know, overall January release for a lot of these products. Mm-hmm. And uh, getting those products to all you guys in such a short period of time is just a, a nightmare. So it was easier right. just to get everybody. How can you get them all at one right. time in everybody's hands? And the ammo, we brought like 15,000 rounds of ammo. You brought a I want to know why you guys didn't interview two people in front of me where I could be on episode 100. Thanks for that. I hey, it's it. still coming up. Yeah, I know. I feel like I should come back. Yeah. See, yeah. no, what they're going to do for episode 100 because. If we end up with an AK, maybe you could. <laughs> you should send me an email. We'll get you an AK. Okay. Oh, I'm not in this. Where one. were you going? No, you were going with something. Yeah, you were talking. You, you were getting Yeah, ready to what make they're going to do for episode 100 is since they're on the same number as we are, we're on 97 as well. We're going to be collaboration for like a joint so, thing. Yeah, so you're like a joint, it. yeah, collab- in it. Can I? Can Another I collaboration. Is that going to be filmed in Alabama, Lower Alabama? There. I don't know, I don't know that's going to happen. I, it'll probably be on the. I don't even know if it's true or not. I feel like that should, I should be there for that. I think so. I, we yeah. we want to have like like a big gala like you're having here and have a whole bunch of people. But can the, we wear with, tuxedos without the gay? Tuxedos. You know, I'm thinking maybe fireman suits, like uh, tuxedo t-shirts, like yeah, you know, it'd be great. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, that that would be maybe it'd happen in Vegas. I don't know. I wish that everybody could see where we're sitting because of the beautiful wood paneling in this room. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. So can can I interject? And all and all the gear. Of course. Please. Mar- Marty, Rocket. Left hand. Can I interject? Yes, um, go ahead. Uh what's different about this media event that Century Arms is doing is that they bring the guns and they actually let us test them. They got dirty. We were testing them. They got stomped they on, let they us got thrown. Shoot their ammo and what usually happens is you come to these events and the vendor tells you how amazing their product is and they don't listen to what you have to say and there's no ammo yeah exactly well (laughs) even if there is but uh what century arms is doing is they're getting feedback from people that actually use the guns people that actually have ran them through the test and they get actually actually sitting here watching us do it exactly so if, if we experience a problem they're right there we say hey this just happened and they can uh, analyze it assess it find out what the problem is right as far as i i know we haven't really had any huge issues you know as far Dude. as people running running, running some of the stuff Did yeah I- for uh, you know mookie jumped up and down on a gun in a mud puddle you know and then rolled around with it i mean every gun's gonna have an issue if you pour it full of mud and then run it dry but ha- right. how was that issue fixed yeah, we, but then it was fixed. You poured a bottle, bottle of water, water and poured on it. it on it. No yeah. lube, nothing. Yeah. Just bottle of water. Right. Yeah. Most most issues most issues you see on a gun range are either caused by uh, a magazine ammunition combination. Mm-hmm. Most of them are just user error. Right. I was saying the operator. It's, yeah. It's, it's operator a, it's error. A, it's an operator function. Yeah, and that, and that's usually especially something like this. That's what the, yeah. what the issue is. Which is a failure to you know apply administrative tasks earlier which would be learning how to you know maybe reading the manual we mm-hmm. recommend we recommend people read their manual yeah it's pretty important stuff in there if you don't really know what you're doing they're there for a reason yeah if you don't really know how the bullets go in the magazine 
You should read the manual. You really should take a class first. NSSF offers the first shots class. We that's a big one. You ever want to go to that? First shots. First shots. Yeah. You guys not heard of that? It's like they take you through. Tell the, us about it. They take you through like NSSF. You know, because as a manufacturer, we support NSSF mm-hmm. and uh, the National Shooting Sports, Shooting Sports Foundation. Foundation and uh, Shot Show. It's one of those things where you know you go, hey, I bought this gun and this box of bullets. And this is, I've never put a bullet in a gun Which or comes saw first, a gun. The bullet or the gun? With a bullet. <laughs> and I want to shoot this. So they yeah. offer a program for people. It's called First Shots. And yeah. they take them in and teach them the safety and, you know, don't point at anything. You don't, I mean, I'm sure that I'm paraphrasing, but, you know, we don't point guns at anything we don't want to destroy. Right. And uh, then they show them how to load it and then they shoot. They shoot. At they the go end. to town. Yeah. Yeah. It's the whole from like, here's the gun. Yeah. This is a gun. So now you've got this. Now you need to go take Dude, that, these classes. Yeah. Then, then you go like, you know, Come to tactical response and kicking doors and roll out of vehicles and right. play in the mud and live the dream. <laughs> Work your way up to that. Work your yeah. way up to that, yeah. Yeah. But you brought a lot of cool new product from Century Arms. That, yeah. Like you said, you're you're shooting for the first of the year. Some of it's out right now, right? Some of it's out right now. We're, yeah. yeah. We're shipping the C39 V2 right now, and uh, we're shipping the TP9SA currently, and we're shipping the RPK, the C39 RPK. Um, RES 47, the stamped ACAM gun, comes out, you know, January 15th, 18th, something like that. We ship right around SHOT Show. Yeah. And the... Uh, um, tell tell the listeners the difference between stamped and milled. Uh, two pounds? <laughs> two pounds, $100, right? You, no, you no, wanted the, more the, like... The process, the in-depth... <laughs> you know what like, you right. remember what I wish Yeager we could said. take calls. I would give anything if we could take calls. We could take calls. We could do this live, and you know, like Dave Ramsey. Yeah. Feel um, free to send us your questions, and we will right. forward them on to Jacob. Um, Yeah. Not many though, just like three or four. You know how they, like, Dave Ramsey does it. Like we're gonna have. Yeah, Jake's, no, Jake. Will never use Dave Ramsey in our four. show. Um, as an the, example, no Dave Ramsey. No um, Dave Ramsey. Who else takes calls? Like the dude, the ba- <laughs> booyah guy, the stock market guy, like yells and screams like booyah. <laughs> okay, you know yeah. he takes calls. You talking but, about Mike Huckabee? Oh no, that wasn't booyah. Okay. No. Okay. But uh, the mill a mill gun's made from a solid piece of milled metal. It starts as a block. Where in our case, it's a it's an eleven pound square piece of ordnance grade steel and then you get a milling machine which for those that you don't know what a milling machine is like a really high speed big drill that Mm -hmm. follows blueprints and takes pieces of metal away until you have a receiver a stamped receiver which is the opposite of a milled receiver is a piece of flat sheet metal that's stamped into a form like the hood of your car is stamped the um you've got a big heavy like Stamp, yeah, it's basically. a stamp. It's a, like a die. Yeah, that makes you know, a, like, that makes an impression. I'm looking around the room, it makes like, a shape. This rifle case is stamped, like mm-hmm. you know, those aerosol spray cans are probably in some way stamped, like a battery stamp, like the end yeah. of your life. You know, they stamp it out, and it's yeah. a durable. You know, they've been the Russians started doing that fifty some odd years ago, and there's a hundred million rifles on the in the world today with a stamped receiver, so it really works out well. But the milled guns are exceptionally nice. Yeah, yeah. Now, another great thing about Century Arms line of, of firearms that are coming out is they are 100% American-made. Yeah, America. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we decided to build AKs here in America. Um, and when we say What a novel idea. Yeah, well, how strange. Huh. Um, you know, it, <laughs> there is no better skilled workforce on the face of the earth than, than American skilled workers. I mean, it's we have a, we have a way to build things here that, and we don't build a lot of stuff here. You know, America is not a manufacturing center like it used to be 50 years ago. But the stuff we build here is exceptional. It, it's better than you can get it anywhere else. And so we decided to do an AK, and it was turned into an AK line here in the U.S. And when we do that, our uh, C39 V2, the RPKs, 
the RES-47, they're all built, manufactured. The parts are all manufactured. The wood, the screws, the pins, the uh, bolt carrier, the trigger group, everything's manufactured here in the United States. And then all of those 100% U.S. manufactured parts are 100% fully assembled here in the United States. Mm-hmm. All of the assembly is uh, done up at our facility in Vermont by a very heavily you know, veteran-filled uh, workforce there right. in Vermont. Yeah. Right. So you brought uh, six guns? Six what? guns. Yeah, we had six the uh, AMD 63. Which is? Uh, a Hungarian, uh, former Hungarian parts kit, AK, that we put on a milled receiver. It's an underfolder rifle, so we're mm-hmm. really, really happy the way it turned out. Um, and you it's know, nice since, looking. Yeah. It's a beautiful gun. The wood like on it's the, great. Yeah, I like I like the stock you got on it. Yeah, the little folder stock. It's nice. and that stock's really solid. Yeah, it it's was. That's solid, what I liked about yeah, it. Yeah, solid. It folder. wasn't those little flimsy that you think would, would bend if you, you know, right. fell down on. Of it. all the parts kits on the market, you know, and Century does parts kits. We take we take uh, make guns for the American public. They, they can't get here otherwise, which would be like a Hungarian AK style rifle. Mm-hmm. We take those parts and build them here using a mix of U.S. parts and surplus parts, but the Hungarian parts are some of the nicest parts of any AK that's ever made because the tolerances are better. And so those AMD, those a, we call it an AK-63D, mm-hmm. are fantastic rifles, especially on the milled receiver. It's a little heavier, right. so you don't get the rise. You don't get that bite in your shoulder from the underfolder. It's just a great, fantastic all That's what rifle. I was noticing on on all the, the AKs that we were shooting is the rise you know they, they were staying on plane right i mean we might have had a little you know kick to the right you know something like that but i mean that's to be expected but there was there was very little if any rise muzzle rise especially on the i was surprised on the rpk i mean the videos that we did that i was watching them back last night of the, of the rpk and um squatch was shooting it which he loves the rpk very little muzzle rise on that at all right the rpk you know the 7.62 by 39 round is a light recoiling round, and so when you couple that with a, a, a rifle like the RPK, which is a milled, heavy-barreled, uh, semi-automatic, you know, variation of the RPK light machine gun, you're not going to have a lot of rise yeah. at all. You know, it's the the gun absorbs that recoil, and on the AKs themselves, the way the recoil system, the way the springs work, they're just a low recoiling rifle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so we got the RPK. Yep. We just talked about it. The the C39 V2, C39. which is the the milled. Uh, AK, no. Here, here, oh, okay. The, this is one we had talked about. Yeah. The Hungarian 63D is the milled underfolder. Okay. Then we have the RPK, okay. which is a, a milled receiver C39, which is our U.S. milled gun, yep. all U.S. parts. Our, this is the RPK version with the longer, the the heavier profile barrel. Yeah. Then we have the V2, which is a like a semi-automatic sporting rifle, mm-hmm. AK platform milled. Real quick interjection. Yep. If if you're listening to my voice and you don't have a C39, uh, get one because you're wrong. No, they're awesome. Yeah, yeah, they're they're great guns. I don't have one. I need one. The next gun that you know were they were released basically here. You guys are really the first people to see it. Is the RES forty seven, and the RES forty seven is our one hundred percent manufactured and assembled rifle, our stamped AKM. And so it's the first one. It's beautiful. It's an amazing yeah. gun. We're building a stamped AKM rifle here in the U.S. Now, all those have, um, you've got a, a new trigger in those, is that right? Yeah, all those and rifles have the new Rack were, 1 trigger system. It was, a, it, was a really, it was a really soft trigger for an AK. Yeah, it's fantastic. It doesn't, it doesn't have any kickback bite to it. Um, so nice reset. It's, it's not a modified full auto trigger. Yeah, it's it not is. a modified trigger. It's, it's, we built that trigger from the ground up, 
as as to as a, a part for us. You mm-hmm. know, we thought, hey, we needed a trigger, so we started with, hey, we need the hammer, the sear, the disconnector. We're going to design all these as a unit, a semi-automatic unit that's comfortable for the shooter, provides a smooth pull, a crisp break, mm-hmm. and the smoothest, uh, crispest break for an AK that you could possibly imagine. So in doing that, you created the... Rack one trigger. Rack one trigger. The Red Army Standard Rack One Trigger. It'll go in any of the stamped AKs on the market, regardless of the brand or not. It's an AKM trigger. The Red Army Standard is is kind of the the yeah. brand that we're building under the the RES rifle. So it's the Red Army Standard. We have Red Army Standard RES ammunition as we've been shooting, and mm-hmm. we're going to do the accessories under that the drum mag. So the Red Army Standard drum mag, the the RES Rack One Trigger system, and that trigger can go in any r- rifle that is built within a spec so mm-hmm. i can't speak for other manufacturers but the guns we bring in you can put the trigger in it it'll be a for sale item that you can buy as an assessment now you mentioned something uh yesterday in the class that uh um was surprisingly good i guess and especially for you guys but you're, you're going to try to get into the big box stores is that right with these yeah well you can already buy our rifles in cabela's and Cabela's. And Cabela's. All the Cabela's stores are the ones where it's legal. Mm-hmm. We have a, you know, you can buy the RES will be there, the C39. You can buy the NPAPs and the Wassers there in Cabela's already. And we're working on some other stores, some yeah. of the other. You can buy Maybe uh, rifles in. Uh, yeah, we'd love to be an academy. Yeah. Uh, we're working on that, getting these U.S.-made guns in there. We uh, have rifles in uh, some of the farm and ranch stores. Mm-hmm. We have rifles in Dunham's. Um, so some Lots of the stores I'm familiar with, obviously Dunham's, I Dunham's, Dunham's is Midwest, yeah. Dunham's up Midwest, you know, Midwest. and so they're they're a pretty big outfit in the Midwest area. So mm-hmm. we're in there, and we sell they sell AKs for us, and uh, so across Bass. The, Bass Pro Shop, but not in Bass Pro Shop yet. Yeah, you know, they're they're very hunting oriented. A great store, but they carry they carry the freaking ARs and all the yeah. Glocks and all that stuff too. I don't know why they wouldn't. So hopefully you'll be able too. to get the TP nine SA. You should you know if somebody wants a TP nine SA and they mm-hmm. shop at Bass Pro, they should go so in. So talk and about the TP nine. TP nine SA. Yeah, yeah. It's our our new striker fired handgun. It's the second variation of the TP series pistol we brought in. Uh, the first TP series pistol super successful. The TP nine. SA is a single action striker fired. Still has a decocker, but the decocker, you know, helps in the takedown of the pistol. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to do any kind of funky trigger pull. Trigger pull, slide manipulation. You don't have to use your fingernails. It's just, it comes apart really easy. Yeah. So 18 round max. Just a push of the decocker. Just push the decocker and pull the thing down, slide pops right off. Right. Super easy to take apart. If you got small hands or you're cold or bloody or wet, you know, it's you can still get that handgun apart. Yeah. Uh, you know, Two back straps, which are popular now for sizing. It's got slimline grip, uh, but still holds 18 rounds. And a super durable gun that we really enjoy the design on that. Also comes with the holster. Uh, two two back plates for your holster, uh, mag loader, everything in the box. And it's MSRP of 399 Wow. Yeah. I think that's what makes those things so popular, huh? Yeah. It, the price point? And plus the quality. The price, the quality point, does, the price, the price point. point does make it popular. I mean, you've got a gun that'll go head-to-head with any other semi-automatic striker-fired pistol on the market, except it's a couple of hundred bucks cheaper. Yeah. You know, there's no reason to charge somebody, uh, you know, some exorbitant amount just because you can. You know, our goal is to put reliable, mm-hmm. combat-driven handguns on the market to the American people for a, a, a reasonable price. Right. Every single American should be able to buy a handgun that they can defend their life with and defend their family and shoot and use and be reliable but everybody should be able to afford that and 399 is a price point that uh, that that works at for most people yeah and then talking about the price points we go back to the rifles uh those uh, are very affordable and the one 
on the uh, and we don't think we talked about the 308. We didn't talk about the 308. The 308 no, we got a, and the we got price a, point on it was very shocking to me. The semi-auto 308 is a roller block design, you know, very HK-ish set me looking mm-hmm. gun. It has a it's, a it's a delayed roller block action. It takes HK91 slash G3 magazines. It comes with two 20 rounders, a five rounder, and that gun is going to be 699. It's all black, uh, five eight by twenty four thread yeah. pattern. Yeah, six ninety nine retail. That's going to be awesome. You're going to be able to get, and it has the, the big part of that gun is that built in scope base. Mm-hmm. So you can put you know an EOTech, an Aimpoint, uh, a Vortex. If you got a Vortex one by four and a throw lever, you can slap that right on top. Yeah, and it's a semi-automatic so hunting yeah, scope on there. Hunting scope. But it's a proven 308 design uh, that's very, very well proven all the world over. Reliable, semi-automatic. You know, not a hard recoiling gun. It is a you know the HK no, it style. wasn't. It, it was it was just like a pogo stick. But you'll be able to pick that it up. It felt like you know, a pogo stick for six ninety nine. It, it was. It felt very nice on the recoil for a three hundred eight too. I mean, I could do it. Yeah, it's cheap. I mean, it's not cheap, but you know. What I mean. No, it's it's a very good price. I mean, for three, you can't get a three hundred eight for that unless it's like a bolt or something. You know, bolt action. Yeah, you can get a hunting gun for like you know, for, time, a, this for is, a semi-auto three hundred eight. I mean, you can't there, beat. There's that a thing. difference between cheap and affordable. This yeah. gun is affordable. Super affordable. Yeah. Super affordable. So affordable that if you see one, you better buy it because you're going to do a limited quantities. We quantity expect of these, the right? price of surplus G three mags to go up. Yeah, no doubt. But you are doing these in limited runs, right? No, we're going to make them every day. But there's only so many we can make. Okay. All right. You know, the somebody will be building them, but, you know, th- that person can't build 10,000 a day. You know, it's right. a limited quantity per month. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right, so, Jacob, there are me there. Thanks. Yeah, thanks. a series of questions that we ask every guest for their first time are on. any of the answers a unicorn? They very well could be. That's fantastic. They very well could be. Do you know? Do you know our questions? Flaming unicorn. Um, y- the first one is. I, you know, you ask me. Rainbows. Do they? That's really? where they come from. Yeah. Unicorn milk makes you happy and gun control existing, right? <laughs> yes. Anyway, um, I how don't did you remember get into them. firearms? How did I get into how firearms? Did you, yeah, my grandpa firearms? had a uh, bait and tackle store, uh, Sonny's Bait and Tackle in Smithville, Tennessee, when I was a little boy. Um, and if you ever fished on the, the circuits there in Tennessee, you'd have went in there. It was the only bait shop there. and uh, Big game checking station. and grew. I mean, I grew up, you know, all the deer coming in and shooting and the, the counter full of Winchester ammunition. Back then, all hunting ammo was Winchester. Where did you say? In Smithville, Tennessee. Smithville, Tennessee. Yeah, big Smith, Vegas, center yeah, of the lake. I, I was born and reared in Sparta. Really? Tennessee. So you know. Uh, <laughs> You're a Spartan. Yeah, spot my granddad bought his, all his trucks over at Ed Rogers. Spot. Ed Rogers, yeah, yeah, yeah Ed Rogers Chevrolet. Yeah. Yeah. Bill Borf over there. Yeah, and Borf. We bought all our Dodges at Borf. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I like them guys over there. Yeah, we we probably know some of the same people. I'm sure. I'm sure we do. That's it. Yeah. And then and then we found out yesterday also that you are uh, a Blue Raider, Middle Tennessee State. Yeah. Yep. MTSU baby. Yeah. Yeah. I was in a fraternity, so I think I had a better time than you did. I don't think so because I no. got to go to all the fraternities parties. <laughs> hmm. uh, yeah. but that's kind of how i got into it you know she grew, grew up in the country and everybody shot guns and it was just a natural way of life i mean in tennessee every, every single person has a gun and i didn't know people had gun safes i didn't see a gun safe until i was a, an adult yeah like, I didn't there were guns everywhere and you just didn't touch them because our right. parents still they taught you, you know, to took a belt to you right yeah. and it was completely normal that's the way it should be but well, that's child abuse now so yeah, that's what i've yeah. heard it's kind of strange yeah so that's kind of how I got into guns, and I showed up at Tactical Response one day when I was like 18, and, and it went from there. And so I just decided to be – I was going to be a commodities broker. I went to school for ag business. Mm. 
And I started working at Chris Barrett's gun store, the Outpost. Yeah. And uh, just, had Chris on the show. Yeah. And went working from Chris and worked for uh, ammunition company, worked for some other manufacturers, and landed at Century. And it's and everything else is a legend, man. You know, it's awesome. So you've got <laughs> you you did all this. You studied in school. Um, you worked for all these companies. Did you ever have any military or law enforcement experience? I was a a police dispatcher. Oh, really? you were the yeah, you were Farva. Uh, yeah. Farva. So not on a. So you this is Farva. what happened. So I had a really good time in college. In Rutherford right? County? You no, no, in DeKalb County. Oh, in DeKalb? And okay. uh, one time I went to college, <laughs> and college decided my grades weren't up to par. College decided? Well, the MTSU that. decided now, maybe I didn't What make gives the them the right to right, decide, decide my grades? Your grades. Yeah. So they told me that I, I was they. Gonna, they were going to give me a semester off. Real <laughs> nice of them, right? I didn't like have paid? to show up. No, I, I didn't get to pay. You refunded? <laughs> it, actually, they might not have put it exactly like that. Oh, I got you. I but, got you. Uh, you know, I didn't get to go that semester, so I needed a job. So I was a, a police dispatcher, like 911, like, what is your emergency? And this voice, yeah. so it tell soothed us, people. Well, yeah. at least they didn't threaten to kick you out because of behavioral. No, I was never there to behave bad. <laughs> One dude, tell us the, I got the best get, story, the I best 911 stories that we were asking. Yeah, do we have time Someone that? called one day and asked yeah. ask to send a deputy to help birth their goat. They felt the goat was in labor, and they needed a deputy to come assist them. This is in Did you Smithfield. Say I'll get them right I away. sent them right out there. There was, a deputy, right out there was a deputy working that kind of got on my nerves sometimes, <laughs> so I sent him a deputy right out there to assist in that goat birthing. Get right on that. Yeah, get right on that. Yeah. So what would you say the uh, the ratio is or the, the average goat birthing is in in smithville well if a deputy deputy. comes on the scene it's a hundred percent success rate yeah we're proud of that yeah so so no fatalities on on so you're still representing the 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 pd (laughs) no no i i I didn't work there for since i was a young man but i think that was the only time a deputy had to go help birth a goat So that was the one and only time the goat lived, from what I remember. And so, yeah. seems like Barney right. did on Mayberry one right. time. But that was made up. But so, when it comes to pop culture, uh-huh. what is your go-to? Whether it be a video game, a movie, a book, TV show that's gun fighting related. St- that's gunfighting related. Man, I love related. I love listening to Marty Robbins on record. Marty Robbins. Marty Robbins. You know the El Paso, uh-huh. like you know the big iron on his hip. Yeah. You know I love listening to Marty Robbins on. There with my cell phone. I didn't need that as it hit the floor and <laughs> cracked. So I love listening to Marty Robbins. I uh, listen to that on record. Listen to a lot of records. Yeah. And uh, as far as you know, play Call of Duty. You're like too every young other. to listen to records. Oh no, man. Did your apartment, apartment being from Smith? Say what? Does your apartment have many leather bound books? It does. It does. I have a mahogany. leather couch and I have records and humidor. And does your dog talk to you? I wish I have a black lab that lives with my mother, like a like a, a child of a divorcee or something. Like you know, the dog has to go live with mom. Yeah, he has to um, mom. Does he fetch beer? No, that dog doesn't do a lot except eat and annoy my mom. Oh, he's a good boy. Yeah, it's a girl dog. She eats She's all the apples off the tree. But um, <laughs> all dogs are boys. All no, cats I listen are girls, to you know yeah. Marty Robbins El Paso. If I'm gonna watch like a gun movie, like a firearms movie, it's you know if I'm gonna sit and watch one, it'd probably be like. Uh, I'm guessing it's probably going to be like a Western type. Yeah, like I like Top Gun. Josie Wells or something like that. Big fan of Top Gun. Top Gun? I feel like it's one of the most you epic say, movies you ever made. You, know, you yeah. know where you're at? I feel the need. You know where you're the at? The need for speed. Okay. Um, <laughs> you better watch what you're saying. No, I, James Yeager and I get into it all the time about Top Gun. I feel like Top Gun's one of the I finest had films ever to be shown well, on you know, movie. I had my ringtone to Top Gun. Yeah, to I love Danger it. Zone. 
Highway <laughs> to the say? Danger Zone. Yeah, Highway, that's great. Yeah, Kenny Loggins. Kenny Loggins, the only song I ever knew he about heard Kenny that. Loggins. <laughs> he turned blood red. The, uh, you know, I play Call of Duty, but I work a lot. You know, pop culture's, you know, I guess, like, I listen to a lot of gangster rap. In gangster the car ride. Rap. Yeah, they always talk about guns and gats and, mm-hmm. you know, got that got that 45 clip, so I listen to that. Um, but, no, I don't have a lot of time to play video games and stuff. I, I work too much. Arming America is a busy job. It is. You know, selling is. freedom is a 24-7 commitment. And it shouldn't be. You're it right, should it be. We want people to, like, no, no, embrace. No, no, what I'm saying is it shouldn't be so hard to sell it. Lord oh, of it's, War. It's, it's, it should be a 24-hour sale. It is job. a 24-hour yes. job, yeah. What's the other question? I feel like it's um, two. Do you own any guns that you are ashamed that you owned or have owned? Maybe just a little bit of you. Wouldn't want to admit like even to your pinky. It. Or you're, you're, you're Are you one of those print. like I never buy a gun? I'm not ashamed of. I love them all, man. You know, I had one of those. Uh, Good answer. I had one of those. Uh, <laughs> one of those four ten back when I was. I don't know. I was like probably sixteen, seventeen years old, something like that. One of those four ten Derringers, of dubious quality. Yeah. That as I got older, I was like, hmm. Questionable whether you really wanted. Questionable to shoot whether a you want to shoot it. Four ten Derringer that, as you learned what metal production looked like was cast mm-hmm. so it had to go along its merry way and uh you know but there for a while i towed it a burst and i loved it everybody like you carry burst like, man that's a nice gun it shoots every time doesn't it shoots every time yeah that's all that matters tried to buy a show show one time you know show show uh yeah eight millimeter label and i was like man i i can't buy a show show like people come over and make fun of me like this gun that that since its inception in every history book says it doesn't work. Well, see, uh, but the difference between <laughs> you and and uh, just the name alone, I'll yeah, show right. show. The difference between you and a lot of people that carry guns is you don't carry it as a extension to your penis, so you don't care what it is. That's true because you yeah. know you're you're saying you know, somebody asked you and they're like you know what's your preference? You without hesitation you rock bursa. Yeah, I know. It annoys people. I carry guns at work. As long as I can put bullets in it, pull the trigger, and it goes bang every time I carry it. Now, obviously, now I carry TP9 to work for Century. But the thing is, it's a great gun. We don't sign up to work for the company like, oh, you must carry. Yeah. The you know you can carry whatever you want to, and uh, the TP9 is a great gun. You know, there's a lot of great guns out there. As long as they go bang every time you pull the trigger, and to go bang every time you pull the trigger, you need to put 500 rounds through one. Mm-hmm. You know, in a training class. You know, going to the going to the range, popping six rounds through it, and be like, "Oh yeah, that works real nice, dude." I just I, this is how you figure out if a rep really believes in their gun. If you uh, and, and encounter a sales rep for a gun company and they're selling you a pistol, um, ask them if they are carrying that pistol right now on them. And if they say yes, then I would probably trust that gun. I have I have it on. I yeah. had three on yesterday. But now you can't right. always gauge that as because you know the person that they're selling to, if they're a good. Um, I had a I'm not gonna say salesman, but if they're you know, if they're a good gun rep, they're gonna analyze the person and what their needs are and what their personal needs are, and what that guy's carrying may not be what that person needs to be carrying. Right. Yeah, I don't sell yeah. a pocket three eighty. Right, so I'm saying, but that, I understand what you're saying. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I like I don't sell a pocket three eighty. If you're like, hey, I want a single stack itty bitty three eighty, be like, go get LCP or right. Bursa. You yeah. know. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But no, there's a lot of good guns out there. You know, as long as they go bang. Yeah, but I care. You know, I was an AK guy. I've been talking AKs for years. So when I was like, go to work for Century, I was like, you know, I had one. They didn't have to issue me one. I had. Yeah. I had. A this bunch. year has been kind of my acclimation to the AK. Or it's the year of the AK, like year of the dragon. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Up until I uh, went to Colorado, I really hadn't had any experience with with, with AKs. Never owned one. Uh, but I'm, you know, I'm. 
I had a cousin that lived in a teepee in Colorado for like seven years on the side of the road. Teepee in? Yeah. No, he lived in a teepee. Like, in a teepee on a the teepee. side of the road. Yeah, this white dude with a beard lived in a teepee. Is he from but, Smithville also? Yeah. yeah. How did he find his way to Colorado? I have no idea. But I, you, when you said Colorado, it brought that up. <laughs> um, no, but it is the year of the AK. Everybody's AR'd out, man. AKs are the way the way I, to go. I'm, and they I'm work. still not AR'd out, but I'm, I'm getting more intrigued with the AK. So that's three questions. What's the other two? No, that was more than three. Oh. So the next one is, or was that three? Next one is, is there a gun that you used to own that you wished you had back? Yes. Yes, it hurts my soul. <laughs> what is it? There's two guns, actually. Uh, one was my first FAL built on an STG parts kit and an Embo receiver. It's a beautiful gun. Should never got rid of it. Uh, missed that gun. Miss it to this day. It was a good gun. Why did you get rid of it? Man, you know, I was like, I got to get an AR. That's back when you couldn't really get an AR. And I, FALs were 350 bucks a piece, and yeah. ARs were not. And So I found some idiot to trade me an AR. I've still got the AR. It's in its ninth or tenth reincarnation. But oh, that's um, good. I missed that FAL. And I, I, I sold a buddy of mine. I had a 1917 Smith 45 ACP revolver uh-huh. with a bobbed hammer and a high-vis front sight that you shoot bowling pins with in the 60s. <laughs> And it had, they had bobbed the barrel off to like three inches, and uh, it was a square butt. Somebody changed the uh, the uh, grip frame the out grip on it, on it yeah. and it was the coolest gun. And I, you know, I I'll get it back, but I sold it to a buddy of mine. He's had it, so t- you know who's you know where it's at. You we've track we've it swapped it twice, cool. back and forth to each other. So it comes back. It's like a an ex-girlfriend you never want to get yeah. rid of it'll eventually come back home it's like a savings account you know it's over yeah. there you... besides that i don't get rid of a lot of guns i don't you know i just kind of yeah yeah i there i don't get rid of a lot of them when i buy one i'm making a dedication uh do you have any any guns uh what's your bucket list gun or a gun that you want what's, probably what's a your solar next there one? 1800 no price no yeah, laws so, solar there any gun you I live in right Tennessee, now. so we're NFA friendly. Yes, so, we are. So I want a uh, <laughs> probably my next, you know, and I've got, I mean, I've always got a list of stuff inbound, like, you know, like I bought this, bought that. My next, I either want a uh, a Maxim, like a, a water cooled Maxim, probably a Russian or a Finnish gun, uh, you know, 1916, 1917 Maxim. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if I get a Maxim, I want one like pretty much tricked out on the cart, like the whole deal. Mm-hmm. Or a Sola, they're an S1800, which is a 20 millimeter anti tank rifle. The Lottie, oh, the Lottie's yeah. a piece of crap compared <laughs> to a Sola. A Lottie messes up your brass, so you have to shoot it in like single action mode. It's really a semi automatic rifle. But the brass is, you know, around a 20 millimeter Lottie ammo is 100 bucks for good stuff. You remember the one we yeah. shot down in Louisiana? That's the one you need to go. Yeah, you so need to get that I want the, the S1800, the Sola, there. Would be pretty. Cool. I'm on board. You get that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that twenty mil. Um, you know, and that's Sweet. in. You know, that's kind of exotic. Uh, kind of more realistic. Um, well, this is our unicorn question. Yeah, yeah. you know, probably, <laughs> probably the next. You know, nice gun I buy will be a. Uh, there's a French uh, rifle company, Verney Caron. So they make a they make a um, a man liquor uh, mountain rifle. Mm-hmm. And I'll uh, I'll probably get one of those in like a a six five suite or something. Oh wow! But I just got a cool new bolt action. Got a Macmillan Dynasty. Oh really? Which is real cool. That's There's awesome. Zeiss, Zeiss optics on it is a real cool. Huh, go ahead. What? He's on the radio. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, no, there's a question. Everyone is basically standing here. Yeah, we're getting ready to finish. Oh, so I thought you, you guys were going to the range. And, well, Chris is like, I don't think we're going back out the range. And I said, I think we're supposed to go back out the range. He's like, Well, I don't know. Yeah. We need to find out what Jacob wants to do. So the question that on everyone's tongue... If anybody, needs to go, if anybody wants to cut out, we're done. 
Right. I'm going to fish up with him, and I'm going back to the yeah. range, too. Then we're going back to shoot some more. Yeah. yeah. Final you, final time to film, ask questions. When we get back out there is the last. Yes, the last shebang. Get all, Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I thought they'd already left. I did, too. I did so too. Probably, <laughs> a, probably a Vernie Caron. You know, probably my What do those run? Ballpark. Four. Four thousand? Four dollars. Oh, okay. That's pretty good. That's a good deal. Thirty five hundred. It's hand built though. It's hand. It's hand measured. Like, like, yeah. I'm going to do like six five sweet, something like that. Um, and and four grand for a rifle. When you're talking about like getting it fitted, and they're building it for you, decent price. It's not. It's not extravagant. You know, that's something you'll have. Hopefully, if I ever have kids, they'll be as big as I am because they're going to be made for somebody six foot four. Yeah, it'll be an air. Yeah, but that McMillan prodigy is nice. That's a nice piece. That prodigy's a. You, you I can't really, remember. If I got the Dynasty or the the Prodigy. They all look the same. The stocks different. I got the one the, the straight stocks in the Monte Carlo. What stock. caliber did you get? Three hundred Magnum. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's my sheep gun. Mm-hmm. It's real nice. I like got it. that. I got mm-hmm. that Zeiss scope on it. It's pretty cool. I usually run Vortex. I run almost exclusively Vortex optics on all my like fighting rifles and uh, sniper rifles. And you know, I'm not a sniper. What do you call precision rifle now? But yeah, um, on a hunting gun like that, I run it. I run that Zeiss. Uh, Conquest Five is, is real cool. Is there a, a reason you use Vortex? I, I those boys over at Vortex are, are great. A okay. like if if I'm behind a piece of glass, them dudes over at Vortex are are squared away individuals, especially on the That's tactical side. I've been running Vortex now four or five years. Um, their one by fours are their one by fours are fantastic one by fours stacked up against the other high end one by four competition. They they running right there with them. You try uh, their one sixes. I've yet? got their one six. I've, I I like the one six. I run yeah. them one by four. It's a little lighter, and I like the I like the the way it lights up. I like everything about it. Um, you know, I can I can have any scope I want. Okay. I've run Leupold, Schmidt Bender, all that, and I run a Vortex. I like it. I like them guys. Seamus over there's a great guy. And uh, their mm-hmm. optics are fantastic. I've run it on everything. I You'll own. have to introduce us. Yeah, yeah, we'll introduce you. Yeah. Uh, the only, the, but they're tactical optics. You know, on my hunting, on my hunting gun, I, I've got a Zeiss hunting optic. Cool. It's, it's that stuff set up differently. Right. So, Jacob, tell everybody how they can get in touch with uh, with you guys over at Century Arms, where they can find your. The best way is on Facebook. You know, we do all Social releases media. on Facebook. All our product releases on Facebook. You can tag us on Instagram. Um, you can just hashtag Century Arms because we don't have an Instagram account yet, but I'm working on that. Uh, Facebook's the best way to find us, Century Arms, and then we have a website, CenturyArms.com. And links to your Facebook and all that are on your, your website there. I'm oh, yeah. Right now. So, yeah. So you have guys. Have we got the new website up yet? Hold on. Can uh, I see? I don't know. Yeah. Check it out. This is the one I'm, I'm looking at here. Go up or down right here. Go all the way up. Nope. New website's not up yet. We've got a new website coming out before shop, but okay. you go to Facebook. Oh, CenturyArms.com. There you go. Guys, check them out. Jacob, we appreciate you being on. Thanks. We appreciate it. And uh, we're going to be doing more with these guys in the future. Sweet. Be ready to let hits.